Let's talk gospel music gold. I'm your host and Sonia Gibbs here to talk with gospel music singers, songwriters, historians, recording artists, choir masters, and directors. In this podcast, my guests will share their journey, their struggle, their strength, and most of all, their inspiration. Some of the guests on the podcast will be well-known throughout the gospel field, and others, you will have heard their instruments, their voices, and their emotions. On today's show, I am featuring a song that has been around since the 18th century. An 18th century hymn, no doubt, called Oh Happy Day. The words were written by Philip Doddridge. The music penned by Edward F. Rimbault. There, there are three verses in the song. And the first verse goes, Oh happy day that fixed my choice on thee my Savior and my God. Well, may this glowing heart rejoice and tell us its raptures all abroad. The refrain, or the chorus as some call it, says happy day, happy day. When Jesus washed my sins away, he taught me how to watch and pray and live rejoicing every day. Happy day, happy day, when Jesus washed my sins away. And I'd like to play a version of that hymn that I found. All right, then, you ready? Everybody stand. Together now. Oh, happy day. In 1967, Oh Happy Day became a gospel arrangement and was recorded by Edwin Hawkins, musician, pianist, choir master, composer, and arranger. Edwin's version of the facelifted 18th century hymn was recorded in 1967 and by 1969 became an international hit, reaching the charts at number five. And Dorothy Morrison was the lead vocalist. What a rich voice. This version became a hit on secular charts and was the first to accomplish crossover status. 
The album was reissued on Buddha Records Pavilion imprint, and the choir was renamed the Edwin Hawkins Singers. This song became an accidental crossover attraction. Let's listen to the version that Edwin Hawkins did. Because I do not own the rights to the music, I have to cut it short. However, I also found an interview with Edwin Hawkins on TBN with some of the original members that sang in the Edwin Hawkins group, the initial recording that took place in 1967 and was released in 1968. When you think about a rich song and you think about its history, sometimes we have to go back and find out what's going on. How did this come about? Well, let's listen in Edwin Hawkins' own words as he talks about the evolution of his version of Oh Happy Day. It's done. Well, in our home, uh, we grew up and we heard all kinds of music. My, my father back in the day was not a Christian and uh, my mother's aunt who was going to college also lived with us. So we heard country Western, we heard jazz, we heard um, the blues. And of course my mother bought everybody's gospel projects. So we heard all of that and it influenced me growing up. You know, we began to create, and before I started writing, I was just doing a lot of, we, we would take songs from the Caravans, Roberta Martin singers, the, the Clara Ward singers, uh, Joe May, and then later on, James Cleveland, all of those uh, gospel greats. And um, we would do something a little bit different just so we wouldn't be copying per se. If we didn't know for sure what they were saying in the lyric, we would make up a lyric to make it work. <laughs> you know, surely you do that. Some of it sounded like what, what they were saying. But uh, I, I remember... We were at we were raised in Church of God in Christ, Pentecostal, and uh, great background, good foundation. We went to church. Uh, I, I remember seeing Dad Cleveland. I think my first time seeing Dad Cleveland was probably at an A.A. Allen meeting, 
and I was so impressed with him as a person. I told my parents, I said, I want to go to that church where dad is, <laughs> Dick Cleveland is. And I was the first in my family to go there. Oh. And the rest of them, they followed me there. And I became the organist at the age of 16. And uh, my first trip on the road with Evangelist was going on the road with Bishop Ernestine Reams and her brother, El Elmer Cleveland Jr. I think we went to Philadelphia and then Chicago. And uh, that was my first experience as a musician on wow. the road with someone. Wow. But uh, we, um, being raised in Church of God in Christ, you know about the conventions that we do every year. Used every to be year. The, the Youth Congress, right. it was, uh, what was the Sunday School meeting, Women's Convention, all those different conventions. And L.A. had always been represented for California, from Southern California, with Andre Crouch and, and wonderful talent and singers from, from Southern Cal. <laughs> Northern California never represented, there just was nobody there to do that. So I had the idea, and I went to uh, uh, the youth leader of that particular state, Northern California was the, the state was split into several different areas, even though it was all California. I said, well, can we do a choir to represent Northern California? And he said, well, why don't you get with Betty Watson, who's our state minister of music? So I got with Betty Watson and we put together a choir. And uh, of course, Walter and Tremaine, they were all with me from the beginning. Most of my family was there. My older sister was married, started having children, so she had gone somewhere else. But uh, we did sing together, and somebody, <laughs> as little children, the Hawkins family sang at somebody's church literally every Sunday afternoon. And uh, of course, they condemned my mom because we were singing at somebody's Baptist church. <laughs> them folks wasn't saved back in the day. Y'all don't understand. They weren't saved back in the day. They saved now, they yeah. saved but they weren't saved then. <laughs> <laughs> to the Baptists that are watching, right. he's only kidding. That's what they told us. Anyway, uh, you know, I've learned better since. I know that that uh, <laughs> denomination, we won't, won't find that, that word in the Bible at we all. surely won't. Because it causes division. That's something that man did. That's right. Right. We're aware of that. But as the story goes, <clears throat> the, um, there was usually a competition between the choirs from all over the country. Am I right, Andre? The first night of the Youth Congress. And um, choirs from everywhere. And we went to compete. And we, the, the album had not been released yet. So we did, I think, Jesus Love of My Soul and I think Joy Joy or something like that. And Oh Happy Day was not our favorite song. Wow, wow. <laughs> Joy Joy was and, uh, and Jesus Love of My Soul. We did that and we came in second place our first time going. So we were really excited about that. Yeah. Coming to second place our first time. So on the return of home, we decided we stay together and do community things, concerts around the Bay Area. So we did this two-track recording live at the Ephesian Church of God in Christ in 68, I think it was. It was released on a custom label by uh, a Mormon, a Mormon who owned a Mormon. a Mormon who owned a record label, a custom label, and we released it. Uh, some young man in the shipping of that, I've never met to this day, took that record to a friend of his that was at a rock underground station in San Francisco. KSAN, KSAN they called it. It hit in San Francisco. They send it to their friends in New York. It hit there and kind of merged across country. And then all the gospel stations wanted to claim that they were the cause of it being a hit. Well, we, would think, we, we thank God that they played it, you know, but, uh, you know, I, the story goes on and on and on and on. But um, Walter played organ on, on, on that album. And of course, Tremaine sang Joy Joy. And, uh, in all that choir, you could hear Tremaine's soprano no ringing. What, her and Ruth Lyons. That's her right. And you, got Ruth it, Lyons. you got it. You got it. You got it.
I can kind of relate to what Edwin was saying and what Donnie McClurkin said in that with that crossover song, it made the church scratch their head. (laughs) And me growing up in a Catholic church, you wouldn't know that there would be that kind of controversy as well. I recall as a kid, I was about eight, nine years old, and our choir director, Frank Biggs, wanted to teach the choir contemporary gospel music. And it was like someone had taken a match and thrown it in the middle of the room. There was such controversy about singing contemporary crossover songs. And you wouldn't think that you would hear that at a Catholic church, but I sang at a very modern African-American Catholic church, which was the first Catholic church in the city of Chicago that sang gospel music like a gospel choir, a Baptist choir, Church of God in Christ choir. And if we were having that kind of controversy in our church, I can just imagine, well, being a kid, it didn't affect me with other people. But you think about hearing it in other places. And a crossover song really crosses over when someone like Ray Charles, who is an American singer, songwriter, pianist, and composer, decided that he wanted to sing this song with a choir. Isn't it interesting how a song can unite people all over. Let's listen to this version that Ray Charles did.
again, because I do not own the rights, I cannot play the song for an extended period of time. Now I want to reflect on the song and its appearance in movies. Beginning with a German film called Seventeen and Anxious. That was done in the 1970s. But the most notable version or revision, revival, that's the word I'm looking for, revival, was in Whoopi Goldberg's Sister Act 2. When the 14-year-old Ryan Toby sang lead. Here's some other notable movies that had Oh Happy Day in it was Big Mama's House, The Nutty Professor 2, and then also on Dave Chappelle's movie Rise. In the 2007 movie License to Wed, in the Walt Disney production Secretarial and then Spike Lee's Black Klansman. Talk about a song having a longevity like that. But the most notable one was the version in Sister Act. Let's hear a little bit of that. When you think about a staple song, a song that has had longevity, not just over decades, but over centuries, isn't that something? A song that was written in the 18th century, rearranged in the 20th century, and it is still going strong in the 21st century. You think about the longevity, the strength, the endurance, the lyrics. They may seem simple, but they unite people across the world in listening to a rich song that touches everyone and has a nice bass beat. I was looking at clips and came across one 
for Kids Voice 2020, France. Let's listen to this kid sing this song and give his version of Oh Happy Day. Well, thank you for sitting with me and listening to this tribute to the song, Oh Happy Day. I want to thank you, my audience, for listening to this segment on Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. These shows are to explore, record, and raise excitement about gospel music and its gold. I hope you, the audience, enjoyed this episode as much as I have. Please send me an email sharing your thoughts about this show. Also, if you have any suggestions of future guests or types of shows, send me an email to let's talk to gmg at gmail.com. That's let's talk the number two gmg at gmail.com. I am your host and Sonia saying, let's sing, let's shout, and tell of the great news through gospel music gold. Until the next episode, take care and God bless. Are you one of the many Americans that are hoping to find a new job? Do you need to establish new skills or improve the skill you already have? Perhaps you're an HR professional in a company and in need of online training for your employees. Well, I invite you to check out the online training system from Born to Speak to You. Once registered, these online courses are available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for 60 days. In the area of human resource trainings, we have courses on lunch and learn program, crisis management, diversity and inclusion, health and wellness at work, office health and safety, workplace violence, and much, much more. 
Our website is borntospeaktoyou.com, where the two is the number two. That's borntospeaktoyou.com, where you can even arrange for a virtual training for your employees on any one of our 110 training modules.